Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast, sports entertainment podcast. I'm here with Justin, and we will be specifically talking about Raw. We have decided to do a separate podcast for each of the WWE shows because that makes the most sense. We have our man. Heading off Raw with have a thread that runs through this entire episode of Raw, which is the main event of the evening as well. Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman. That is initiated through the opening segment where you have Lashley. Lashley's actually not there. There's a coin flip between Braun and Drew to see who fights Lashley. Interesting take on all this because when we get to the end, something weird happens for a champion to deal with going Mm -hmm. into a pay-per-view. That I find interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. Also, is this the first ever use of a coin flip in WWE for a match? Like, who gets the match? I don't know. I wish they had done paper, rock, scissors. See, that's a, that's a comedy routine. Yes. Y- you know? Vince loves comedy. And you could have had MVP, like, in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, dude, the best one to do would be to have MVP or have Sentin. No, save it for Sami Zayn. Because Sami Zayn could wait till the other guy does it and then try to do a paper right uh-huh. after that. I think it'd be she... funny if Braun was like the greatest like, paper, rock, scissors player ever. Like, There's where your bunny is. Yeah. Braun Strowman is a... Like, savant. savant. For paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> but yeah. he only picks rock and just everybody else thinks he's going to pick something different. <laughs> and, but all he does is rock. But somehow he still wins. They keep going to scissors. Keep going. He's got to go paper. He's, He's got to go paper. He's going to rock be 73 top. weeks in a row. It's going to be this time. No, no, it's not. It could be like the Goldberg streak. It is. Yeah, that, you could totally do this. <laughs> okay. Much um, better than Gilbert. Exactly. Now, you wind up with seven segments of this particular program. Now, the first one you have Drew and Braun kind of get after each other. Uh, Drew starts out being interviewed and I'm thinking oh my god do we have to open every episode with oh and then Braun walks into the room so at least there's somebody else there mm-hmm. MVP rolls in it, it's all fine MVP tells them how they don't have a chance MVP is three of these MB- three more of these talking of these segments well if you're going to have talking segments amongst Drew Drew McIntyre Braun Strowman MVP yeah I want the weight to be put on MVP and it was yes and Drew did get to do most of the talking and the rest of it which he's, he's fine at. Now, Lashley, I feel like, is doing well as a talker when he has an MVP to... Yes. Hold on, let me tell you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it's really good for him. And he, Lashley feels like a complete champion. Now. He does. He walks in, He walks into the arena dressed to the nines. When you ask him a question, the answers are concise. Mm-hmm. And they are deliberate, and you do not want to mess with him. Mm-hmm. And and that is the impression he gives you in his appearance. That is the impression he gives you with his tone. Mm-hmm. And MVP walking around doing his... He doesn't have to pump himself up. Mm-mm. The MVP can do that for him. That's what he's there for, yeah. It's perfect. It's absolutely... I can't imagine how much a suit that fits around that man's chest costs. Oh, dude. And he doesn't buy off the rack. Well, he, there's a vest involved, too. Everything's yeah. three-piece. Yeah. Which is just so... It's classic, man. Right, right. Dude is classic. If you're heavy set, you can't roll with a three piece like that. But if you got a big chest, uh huh. Him and Roman can wear three piece suits like like just bosses. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Now we get to the match, which is nobody does I've said it before, nobody does big man wrestling like WWE. It has to do with the talent level they have. Well, they have more big men. 
right. than any other company. And they've always had more big men than any other company. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is a... a uh... Except for maybe one brief moment when w, during the WCW Monday night. Maybe for like a year or two. Right when Hogan, Hall... Big Show was over there. Yeah. You had, you yeah. know... Right, right, right. Luger. Yeah. Sting. You know. Some of those guys who weren't that good but were real big over there. You had Chronic. You had... At that point, Nash wasn't... You know, he was probably 15 surgeries in. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Gold, that, was, that was the height of his career right yeah, there. Goldberg. Well, he... I will say this. People never talk about the Outsiders as a great tag team. Oh, they were. I'm not <laughs> yeah, gonna... you know, Because Scott could, you know... What, Scott, Scott could go the out weight, there and man. do the wrestling, and then when you do the hot tag to a guy that's as big as a house, you yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, a sidewalk slam still looks good if it's him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But anyway, so... Of course, they get to fighting on the outside of the ring. It turns into Drew getting up, storming the ring, uh, doesn't get in. Braun turns right into a spear. One, two, three. Match is over. And we're going to get Drew McIntyre versus Lashley next week. And whatever happened to a champion's advantage to where, like, Lesnar never wrestled on Raw. Mm Mm-mm. We got Lashley wrestling monsters that he's got to wrestle anyway to keep his title mm-hmm. for the last month going in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what did he do wrong? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Lesnar just said, I'm not going to show up. So you had to write a plot line around him. You know, all the champ only defends when he, cho- you know, Bobby Lashley is, is, is there every week. So It is an interesting dichotomy, too, between that and SmackDown. Yeah. Because Lashley is a heel... But he is not a heel who avoids matches. No. He he goes and inflicts the punishment. He wants to fight people. Yeah. As many people as you want. And even when he does like these, you know, on, on the, the talking smacks or the that show they have during the day, the bump on Wednesdays, even when he does those matches, it's, hey, I, I'll, I'll fight anybody anytime. You know, and those matches are all, this is supposed to really be Bobby, but when you talk about mm-hmm. wrestling, they do. Mm-hmm. A, a little bit. And... Again, it's always, I'll fight anybody anywhere, anytime, no matter what. And that's who he is as a character and probably who he is in general. I mean, oh, obviously yeah. he probably doesn't walk around the street trying to fight people. But no. I don't think he, besides getting arrested for killing somebody, I don't think he would be worried about a fight in no. public either. No, no, no. Right. Now we have a women's title um, plot line as well. Where do we she, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how you felt about this. Okay, I guess I do. Charlotte goes over... Um, Dana and uh, Mandy attacks post-match with a high knee. Sonya's music hits. Um, I thought, first of all, about this match. I'm not going to go into detail at all. It wasn't worthy of it. Charlotte, I think, I would guess she put this together. She had a good plan in that you hit this that little backflip thing you do into me mm-hmm. twice. When you go to do it a third time, I'm going to get you in the knee. And then I'll put my figure eight on you. All that, all that sounds great in theory. Mm-hmm. Execution was atrocious. Mm-hmm. It was the worst match I've ever seen Charlotte in. Yeah, and she, I, don't, I, she's in usually really good stuff. And even here, you can see the blueprint was there. It's just <clears throat> sometimes it does. It looks better on paper than it turns out on film. Well, it's saying do a cartwheel and fall into that guy sounds yeah, real easy. Sounds it sounds like it would work. But I'll tell you something else. The stinger splash worked. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth is a great wrestler. His diving into somebody and hitting him with the elbow isn't isn't much. 
Uh, Damian Priest actually has a pretty good one. He does. His look good. Nine out of ten of those, looks I'm going to jump on you in the corner. Don't don't look good. They look stupid. Because you, you can't really lay into them. Yeah. And it's even worse when you're doing a backflip cartwheel and you're not even sure yeah. where they are because then you really can't throw your elbow. Yeah. Because what if you hit them? Yeah, and take their head off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So A back elbow is kind of a dangerous move. In her defense. And, and a no-look backflip elbow. Right. And with Dan- somebody who's not trained to actually throw a back elbow. Right. That's more dangerous than a guy right. who's, re- you know. In, in Dana's defense, the core of her move set is not an easy thing to do. And it's not easy to do one. It's not easy to do and look violent either. Mm-mm. And that's like the worst for wrestling, right? Yes. So, but hopefully, you know, uh, we'll skip past that. So, Sonya Deville comes out and Charlotte, who I thought did a good job on the mic here, runs everything down, says, you know, if you're who I think you are, you'll put me in this title match with Rhea and Asuka and Sonya gets the concept probably, well, you know, Paul Pierce. Uh, Paul Adam Pierce. Pierce. Adam. Adam Pierce wouldn't dig that. Paul Pierce would have enjoyed it. But yeah. Adam Pierce wouldn't like me changing the match, so why wouldn't I change the match? Mm-hmm. And so we have a, another little subplot to that where Sonya is slowly uh, chopping at the base yeah. of Adam's power. Yes. Till it crumbles, right? Yes. He's chopping the base and then eventually it crumbles. Little little bit, little bit at a time. The locker room's starting to realize he's not really in charge. The way he dealt with Roman opened a door that mm-hmm. is now yeah. that, is, that is now eroding his ability to be the guy. Okay, and so we wind up getting this match. Of course, Rhea and Asuka come out and they're mad and all that. What did you think about us getting a triple threat here? Oh, you know, I think it's really important that Charlotte get more opportunities because, you know, I don't think she gets enough <laughs> opportunities at the belt. And can you have a women's championship program without Charlotte in it? I they, don't know if that's really... They did a WrestleMania without Charlotte. By accident. <laughs> that was not their intention. Their intention was to write out everybody else and have her wrestling uh what's her name that's out pregnant right now. Let me get let me get so let's change the topic just for a second. Are you not going to give Bill Clinton credit for Al Gore creating the internet? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Woo! Okay. I'm going to give Tipper Gore credit for creating the explicit uh content Dude, that was the coolest thing ever. And, and giving every rock star ever more money. More money in street cred. Steven Tyler said something like, yeah, once she did that, we started realizing we got to start writing cuss words in our songs. Yes. Because he was the guy that would write sweet, sassy, frassy. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. used, used great innuendo in everything he yeah. did. And then all of a sudden, he was like, well, dang, I got to come up with something. They ru- she, doesn't realize, <clears throat> she doesn't realize she ruined innuendo. What but, if I say shove it up their last? Well, they got this, you know, eat the rich. Yeah. Take that great poupon, my friend. Yeah. It's like, a, what if I say shove it up their lass? Well, hold on. They have a, a explicit lyrics thing now. <sighs> I'll just use the word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Men's tag team. Uh, AJ almost come out. They beat it. They beat New Day. I thought almost he needs a little work on a mic. He needs a little work in the ring. But he is every bit of huge, and you can't yes. teach what he is. You can't you know? teach that. And I don't even mind him having the belt with AJ right now. No. They're, they're figuring out the tag team. They spent some time on this show trying to figure out their tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, the double teams didn't really matter. AJ is in the I'm going to get beat up role. Yeah. Handed over to the heater. He's great 
Yeah. That anyway, I would like it every now and then because of who AJ Styles actually is. If we would get a match every now and then, which we would never do it in this company or any wrestling company, when you have a ninth wonder of the world attraction, mm-hmm. have AJ win a match every now and then just without having to tag. Yeah. I'm AJ Styles, dude. Right. Right. Have him go out there, you know, put him, put him in a match with somebody that's not great. Uh huh. And, or not top in, tier. Con- in contention. Yeah. Have him Ever beat rise. one dude up. Right. Have him beat one dude up. That guy go tag, come back, beat the other dude up. That guy go tag, come back, uh, get him in the uh, calf crusher. One, two, three. Boom. Mm-hmm. And then Almost make- does the cutoff so the guy um, doesn't interfere. Uh, picks him up, throws him out of the ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just tosses him into the abyss. Yeah. yeah. Woo! <laughs> yes, yes. Make that, that sound effect as he leaves the screen. <laughs> right. But anyway. They make train sound effects, Kevin. This is not far-fetched. Yeah, you were okay with this? I was. I don't. Okay, yeah. um, women, the women's uh, Nia Baszler versus Lana and Naomi. Squash match at best. They did have to cheat a little bit. What did you think about this? Why? Why? Why am I even watching this? <laughs> I've seen... Why are Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax wrestling the same people week after week on two different shows? It's like you got two shows, mm-hmm. and they're still wrestling the same two matches with, like, the... the, the they, some some portion of it, either a singles match or... Well, that's or. their idea that they, they think that they can... Like, every time they have a tag team, like, feud, they just like, all right, so what should we do? Well, we should have a tag team match. Then we should have each of them have a singles match. Then we should have uh, another person we add in, so a six-man against... Right. I mean, it's like... Well, and, and you know, back in the day, pre-Eric Bischoff and Nitro, uh-huh. uh, you wouldn't think of that. Because I think the blueprint back in the day was if you had these two people that were going to contend for a title, they both showed their dominance away from each other, and then they talked to each other, or they would... Uh, jump them after a match or yeah. slap them in the parking lot, something. But you wouldn't, they wouldn't touch until it mattered. Well, that's because that was good booking. You know what I mean? Well, but that's just, but, but then Bischoff came in and suddenly you were getting a main event every match, every, you know, and, and it, then it wound up being the kind of thing where, oh, wow, you know, I've, I've literally, you know, at one time it was I haven't seen Piper and Hogan in 10 years. Mm hmm. Then it turned into Jesus. I've seen Piper and Hogan five times this month, mm-hmm. or this last six months. There you know is I mean? a happy medium between those two areas that does not involve you beating a dead horse. Well, and if you would just do that life. every now and then, yeah, or do it on one of the two shows, yeah, because you because the problem with having two is goods and bads to having one champ on two shows. But mm-hmm. you get where I'm coming from on that. Now, and Eve and why got did they have to cheat? Evolution. Oh, what did you think? She had an intro. She's on top of the car, I believe. Yes. Looked great. Yeah. That was never her problem. No. Is she a wrestler or is she a manager? I have no clue. Nobody does. Why do I care? Uh, you don't like her? I don't I I don't have an opinion. I mean, she was Dude, okay. It was so weird because remember, I, I kinda liked the gimmick where somehow or another she kept having to call her matches off for some yeah. BS. Yeah. And then go to the back. I thought that was kind of clever for a little bit. And then like we never saw her again. Yeah. And <laughs> It, it's just I don't have an opinion about her one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I I I hope she's gotten better at wrestling. I think she probably I've, I've heard she's trained really hard, so maybe she's going to come out here and be good. But I also kind of feel like 
and I, I'm going to tie this to Carmella, mm-hmm. who I was, I when I, you know, did you read that thing where she was talking about she was supposed to go into a program with Billy Kay, and she was going to get like with like as a tag team with Billy Kay before they fired her and the, the you know and Peyton Royce and she was talking about I was kind of looking forward to it they've had me doing this whole sexy thing for a while there and that's fun and all but I wanted to be get more into the character and everything like that and I thought about it, I was like I feel so bad for her she goes and works on her wrestling and stuff and they got her coming out there fan dancing behind a damn screen man mm-hmm. and I, I I feel for the women on on the WWE and 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 a lot of these other promotions too but especially in the WWE still where all that stuff gets thrown in there on top of them and it's like why why is she having to come out there and dance like that why is why's you know why is she coming back as the same you know same they didn't change her character she's got the same that redhead uh what's well, her we'll name we'll see i mean it's they gave us 9 seconds or so yeah i'm just like oh yeah. but um i do I do think it is the highest level of troll for the world to be calling for another evolution paper, evolution pay per view, uh-huh. <laughs> or a all women's show. Yeah, and then to bring somebody out that, that last time we saw couldn't wrestle at all. No, and call it evolution. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's a high level. It's high level. Let's what ir- we think of women's wrestling. Let Let's irritate our fan base. Move. Yeah. Alexa Playground. Weird. Creepy. Um, Lily whispers to Alexa she has a target. I think the important part of this is twice in backstage segment, the Lily Dolly thing um, has been positioned to look at only Sonya Deville. Which is cool. Yeah. Because if Sonya is going to take over uh-huh. having evil, like this evil incarnate creation, mm-hmm. and two, look, Putting Alexa in a program with an active wrestler right now is tricky because if she goes out there and no sells, she probably buries who she's wrestling. Mm-hmm. She's five foot. Mm-hmm. So having a month with Sonya or even more where there's something weird going on backstage but there's not fisticuffs allows you to figure out who the character is first. Yeah. And for her style, because she is so small, she's not... She can't do the fiend traditional thing. She's done a good job with it so far. Right. I think she should do more of the. She gets beat on. She gets beat on. She gets beat on. And when you think she's down, all of a sudden she catches you with like. I think she should go do Brazilian jiu-jitsu for a while or something like that, so she can catch you. Have like a Hell's Gates or something. Have some weird ass submission that she can catch you in, or or a bunch of them. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm pulling you down into the depths with me or something like you know, that kind of theme with it. The whore, you know, you can do the. It's not a no sell. It's I just absorb all this punishment, and then when you think I'm done, I'm not done. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I thought so too. Um, I think too. I wouldn't have a problem with her absorbing punishment, laughing, mm-hmm. and losing. Yes, in that whole yeah. Every now and then, she gets hit, boom, and you and it it, it puts her down for three. Mm-hmm. Maybe it puts her down for ten, but when she comes to, she's laughing again mm-hmm. because she doesn't have to be the champ. Mm-mm. To be very divisive in and to be in a position where whoever's in a feud with her, like for years, you know what I mean? You knew if Triple H was in a feud with you, that dude was going to get hit with sledgehammers, all that other crap. Mm-hmm. His character was going to go through what Bray put all these people through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that doesn't mean he's going to win. With The Fiend, you, he pretty much always had to win. To win. And if he didn't win, it buried, it buried his opponent more than if they do win, right? Mm-hmm. Because everybody wants him to win. 
with Hunter, it didn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Because you could actually go over Hunter the four or five times he allowed it to happen over 20 years. Yeah. But you could go over Hunter and you were made. Mm-hmm. You can do that with Alexa. Absorb punishment, absorb punishment, I win. Absorb punishment, absorb punishment, I win. Absorb punishment, absorb punishment, I lose. I'm still laughing about it because uh-huh. the point wasn't me winning. I was just playing. Well, Lily can make up whatever the point yeah. is, right? She's crazy. Okay. Uh, and again, that we go back. We go back though. We have uh, the men's tag team division seems to be a strange focus today. We have Rikers Elias versus um, RK Bro. The setup backstage. They uh, after the stuff with the tomatoes the week before. They they wind up hitting Randy with the tomato. Riddle skates by. They're putting RK Bro together. I think that. As irritating as Riddle's thing can be with Randy, it plays pretty well. I like this, actually. Yeah. I don't dislike it because they are so... This match was good. Yeah, it was. I, I like uh, Rikus and Elias. Riker? Riker. And I, I like to mess up his name because he irritates me. But Fair uh, enough. But <laughs> Riker and Elias, um, I like them as a tag team. I think they are strong. I mm-hmm. think they upper, upper mid card, they can do that. You could put a belt on them eventually if you really mm-hmm. wanted to for a minute. Guitar shots being what they can be. Mm-hmm. It worked for Jarrett, right? Mm-hmm. He won a few titles. A few. Yeah. <laughs> Without deserving them. No. No, no. <laughs> Had to make a company so he could get titles. Yes. But that said, I like RK Bro and I like this match. And, and so we had good tag team wrestling. Yes. Which was important, right? And then we get... Uh, Alexander, I think you're going to hate this. Oh, Alexander, Alexander Benjamin versus Lindsay El Dorado, Grand Malik, the uh, Lucha Party. Fantastic match here. Stop me if, I've heard, if you heard this one, Kevin. Uh, WWE writes themselves into a creative corner with a tag team. And then they got to break them up. They break them up. Man, that's a Benjamin new- eats the pin. To your point, Alexander says this is all your fault, doubles down on it. Benjamin goes backstage, says, I've been here because I survive. Mm-hmm. And I will, if Alexander wants to fight, he can have it. I'll be here standing when it's all over. He may not. You hated it. I don't like it. I don't like that you had a spectacular tag team that's only been around, what, a year? Mm-hmm. A year? Yeah. If you break them up? Yeah. That's not... Uh, you you've done that with how many tag teams this last year? You put them together, you broke them up. You put them together, you broke them up. You put them together. Five minutes after you put them together, you're already teasing their breakup. I get it. it. It's dumb. It's just it's lackluster, weak storytelling. It's put my hand right. in a draw in a draw. You know, I have a basket of four ideas that I use, right. and I pull it out. Oh. Break the tag team up this week. That's the move. Alexander and Benjamin will have great matches. Oh, yeah, they will. And they will slowly descend down the mid-card. Breaking this tag team up leads us to the mid-card of the men's division, right? Mm -hmm. And we have um, Sheamus is a killer, and he gets to prove he's a killer on the show. Uh, Who do you want? He winds up walking into office. Uh, Mansoor Mm -hmm. is there, newly signed. He says, hey, I just beat up Carrillo. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to wrestle. Maybe you should come take this whooping. 
Mm-hmm. Mansoor goes out there. He does great. What did Umberto Carrillo ever do to anybody besides put on great matches and have good dimples? I think that he's going to wind up in a program with... Yeah, he's going to end up in a program. It's called Main sh- Event. <laughs> Dude, supposedly, and I, I'm going to go back and watch him either today or tomorrow. i got some free time, finally. Um, Ricochet and Ali are just killing it doing the main event, main events. Like, if you got Peacock, do you yeah, have the cock at the I house? Do, I do have it now. Okay, okay. So, if you have the cock at the house, mm-hmm. you can bring up main event and watch... A real wrestling match? Two of the great wrestlers on the planet. Okay. Main event, a wrestling show. Yeah, what What exactly did we have on Raw this week that was going to be better than that match? Well, now, hold on. After, you missed the, you forgot about after... Carrillo winds up coming in and interfering. And Sheamus winds up, after ta- absorbing punishment from both, taking them both out. Oh, yeah. Was that better? Oh, yeah, it was way better because you brought Mansoor in to bury him on his first night. That's great. He, him <laughs> and another guy can't even get the job done. No, wait, are you buried if Sheamus beats you up? He, he You're buried if you got two went, guys and he beats... How he many went t- like 10 minutes with, with Sheamus. Dude, it's... He got out there and he got his ass handed to him the first night on the show with another dude helping him. But it was pretty much one at a time, though. Yeah, but come on, dude. I mean, I love Sheamus, but the way that, and it's not Sheamus's fault, it's the bad booking. I'm not saying he shouldn't have lost. I'm saying you shouldn't have put, you should have given him a match first before he got in there with Sheamus and to get, you know, you've already taken the shine off of him. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, and then poor, poor Umberto, I, I, uh, you know, I'm gonna quit chasing twenty four seven champ so I, so I can go get beat up by Sheamus. And I, I <laughs> how many more two on one situations where the uh, the big guy beats the other guys before again it loses its potency and power as a visual thing? Right. I've seen it so many times. Now I expect it. Right. Now. Now you're gonna have to bring out four guys. Right. Okay. So now, along the mid card thing. Now, we, now we've got Alexander and Benjamin evidently going to be mm-hmm. in the division. Uh, we have the um, ascending Mansoor and he ascended right into a foot. <laughs> and Carrillo. We have Sheamus at the top of the mid card. Yes. And so we we are building that we we are demoing that division. We're building is building that. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Okay. We're okay. randomly Along throwing crap at the wall. And, and if it's, you know. now, now, who are we really building towards this title, though? The Miz versus Damian Priest. Damian Priest is who we're really building towards this mid-card title, right? Yes. I mean, realistically. And so the Miz talks about himself for a while, and Morrison kind of wants a little bit of the credit here. That doesn't happen. And then we get the match of the night. And I thought it was the match of the oh, night. Oh, yeah. And uh, Damian is, comes out, of course, interrupts, and this turns into... Johnny Drip Drip and dude, Morrison talking nonsense is low key one of my favorite things of the week. Oh, it's always good. Even when he's like Scott, if he's like if you took all the anger and vitriol out of Scott Steiner, yeah, and just let him talk. And if Scott was in on the joke, yeah, which Scott I really and, doubt Scott's in on the joke. Scott's not in on the joke. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. John still at this late stage of his career is. Um, 
he is gravity's biggest enemy still. Like he, it doesn't affect he's, him like he does the rest of the world. He still is coming up with new moves because yeah. his body works differently than others. He did a a what looked like the breakdancer shoulder spin thing uh-huh. that turned into a kick to the head yes. in the middle of the match. Unreal. The beautiful thing about a him, or to a lesser degree of Seth, is when they sell. They're able to sell differently because their body works differently in air. In space, yeah. Right? Like when he flipped, like Damien flipped him one time all the way around where it was almost like a monkey flip, but that wasn't where it started. Yeah. But he did that style of a flip oh, out yeah. of it. Oh, yeah. He, he can he make himself spin way more times in air. And than he me. was able to throw his hands in the air like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. And then put his hands in front like he was taking a chair shot as he's landing so that made a crazy noise when he hit mm-hmm. the ground. Every other guy that does that move has to brace themselves to catch themselves like a push-up so yeah. they don't hurt themselves. When he's able to do three moves while he's flipping and yeah. he never got more than five feet off the ground. No, it controls the spell from space so perfectly. Unfreaking and, believable. Yeah. Pers- I mean, just unreal, but okay. Yeah, and you look at that guy and you and you just... it, it does, it's so evident yeah. why they've put so many world championships on him. Right. I get it. Why he's had so many great <laughs> opportunities at the belt. And uh, you're wait. Just, you're just going to blow right through the ECW title reign. <laughs> like that never happened. It didn't. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, a lot of companies in the world have given him titles. Yeah. Just not this one. Just not. The one that he worked the bulk of his career, career for. for. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? The Academy never gave him his award for Boone the Bounty Hunter either. Exactly. The man has been denied <laughs> and stepped on by every industry Pretty he's ever sure worked on. sure his little roles at the parties at Mrs. House should have got an Emmy in there somewhere. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Maybe I agree. Maybe a Golden Globe at least. I agree. Angel Garza. <clears throat> no, before we get to that, because that's the low point of the night. Is it? In a night full of low points. Yeah. <laughs> Not full of them, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I was basically saying... In your view, mm-hmm. a, a show full of low points. Uh, but Priest's offense, fantastic. Priest oh, gets the win. I love like Damian he Priest. should. I love Johnny Impact. Yes. Whatever you want to call him. Do whatever you want there. Dude, I'll watch those two dudes wrestle. Yeah, all day. All it was day. fantastic. And it, it ended like it should. Priest showcased like he could. Um, Bro, bro, can I read you something from his Twitter? Read me. Tell me. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. Hold on. I have to tell you this. This I read this article yesterday. Okay, this is from a Revolver Magazine article that he was he was interviewed in. He had a bunch of questions. They said, uh, "What's the dream band f- to play for you as you walk out?" Uh huh. Uh huh. And he said, "Of course, Metallica." Which he has a couple of he has a move name. You know, Hit the lights is his mm. finisher. But he said that he said he said probably never going to happen. But you know, obviously Metallica. That and I always joke. Tim Capello from the Lost Boys playing I Still Believe jacked and covered in baby oil. Playing okay, the freaking if you don't know what that, saxophone if you don't know like what that a means, madman. I will try to put this quote and that is the coolest quote that I've ever video seen. on our Twitter feed for I you to see. Believe. Dude, when 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 the vampire when the, you get the flying across the ocean as that's playing. Yeah, dude. And then you have the crowd in front of the stage, and then that dude is standing up there playing a freaking sax, looking like Lord Humongous without Van Hammer. Yeah, Van Hammer. 
What the hell, dude? That Bringing was a, the heat. That was such a strange scene in that movie anyway. Cause that's a movie like a, filled with strange scenes. That was weird because it was like, that's a huge concert at like a pier in a small town. And it was like. Well, I would think that, weren't they surrounded by like a, it was a like carnival? an Atlantic City, but it was, yes. but it was California yeah. somewhere. So yeah. maybe it was Venice or yeah. Santa Monica or whatever. But yeah, it was definitely, the stage was not. In my memory There's could fire be wrong. and stuff. It was crazy, dude. Yeah, the stage wasn't big enough Spring for Fest. all that was going on. Yeah, and all the people that were there. It was yeah. dope though. Dope scene. Dude, if you've never seen the Lost Boys, I'll go back and watch that. That's pretty pretty camp. Pretty high level camp right there. Okay, Angel Garza gets into it backstage with a rose in his hand with our man Gulak, who's one of the great pro wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, yeah, Matt wrestlers. In You'll the world right see. now, and Garza Daniel tells him Brian's mentor when he's done beating his butt, he's going to shove this rose up his butt. And he doesn't say butt. Mm. So they have a match, pretty good match. Mm-hmm. Angel's going over. They seem to like Angel. All of a the sudden, they seem to strange how they seem to like Angel and Carrillo, and I'm not sure they're doing the right things for either of them. Mm-mm. But Garza wins the match. And then he takes his rose, puts it in Gulak's butt, mm-hmm. kicks him in the butt. I hope Vincent Man never likes me. <laughs> that doesn't sound like like. That that's just. just I, I don't. Uh, why? What about that sounded good? Right. It's like in 2021, you wrote this. Yeah. I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, not that it, I wasn't offended. No, I'm not. I was, I was not just offensive. like, why would you do? Well, why would you do that? Adam Sandler. What Gulak do? Adam Sandler's looking at that, going, "Man, that's kind of lowbrow humor." Yeah, well, it just it doesn't. Yeah, that's not even funny. It's a nothing burger. Yeah, it doesn't show toughness. It doesn't show no. cleverness. It doesn't show. It reminds me of sense. Some, it reminds me of something I would see in uh, uh, No Holes Barred. <laughs> Right, the uh, the it, great Hulk Hogan vehicle from the nineteen eighties. Yeah, I get with it. Tiny Zeus Lister. I could totally see that being a scene in that. That's that kind of level of ignorance. Ignorance and eighties. Like, I don't. I don't want to do that. Crap. I don't. I just. It was bad. That said, I like this episode. All right. I, I, uh, it was fine. I, I like moments. It, it went by fairly quickly. I I, I thought the for three hours priest match was really good. Yeah, the priest match was really good. I, the uh, the Braun Strowman main event stuff the main was, event fine. was fine. Right. See, I didn't hate the Charlotte stuff like you did. Uh, I, don't I just kind of Charlotte. W- I hated that match. No, the- I meant the oh the storyline. Yes, right, right, right. I know you don't hate Charlotte. Um, it's just to me with Charlotte, every other here's what WWE needs to figure out that NXT has figured out. Divisions need rivalries that don't involve titles. Yes. You know, we don't have to have five people getting beat up by Sheamus because he's got the belt. Yes. Have three of them fighting each other. Yeah. And it's okay if it's three of them fighting each other. That'll be even more interesting. Yes. Right? Charlotte can be in a program that doesn't involve a belt. That's it. Bailey doesn't have to just be on TV talking when she doesn't have a belt. She can get into rivalries. These, these people are hugely incredibly good performers who have been in title 
title scenarios before. The reason Monday Night Raw beat Nitro wasn't the guy holding the strap. No, it was everybody around him. It was the fact that Hunter and The Rock built a rivalry as mid-carters mm-hmm. while Stone Cold was approaching the top. It was So when they get there, you care about that character and you're in your corner cheering. Well, and the guy that just retired who's considered like the, the benchmark of the industry as far as, you know, reinventing, want to reinvent your character and staying relevant and staying fresh. Mm-hmm. Undertaker right. is the king of, I don't, it ain't about a belt. No. Sometimes the belt was involved with his. More times than not, it wasn't. Undertaker overshadowed the belt every day of his career far past his prime. Yes. He was always bigger than the belt. Right. Taker. Right. There. Oh, you got the belt? That's great. You'd start out a raw. The Brothers of Destruction will be fighting tonight. And the heavyweight champions here. Yeah. And that heavyweight champion was Stone Cold. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Come on. You know what I'm saying? You don't have It doesn't. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be, you know. Stone Cold was more interesting chasing the belt when, when Vince wouldn't let him have it than yes. he was Holding it. Once he had the belt, it was not boring. He was great. No. A belt. He was one of the better belt holders at keeping right. it relevant. Right. But still, you're exactly right. The journey there. Then was the Rock's lame. journey became what's important. Yes, exactly. Right? See, so the focus, see, and I think that's what NXT kind of gets. The focus never has to be the belt. Mm-mm. The belt is its own focus. Yes. It is the spotlight. You don't have to explain that to people. No. You The story can always be in a title match, and it doesn't matter if it is. You know what? I struggled to get here. Now it's my time. I think the problem... Everything else needs to be One of their biggest problems is they've got too many damn belts. So they've got too many belts to throw out there and say, oh, again, they they have a grab bag of four plot lines. And they reach in that grab bag and they pull something out. You know, when they get... Because when you got to rewrite stuff constantly, week after week, day of, you're not going to be able to come up with real good... Mm-hmm. Long term, so that you'll go to the the old faithful, which is a right. belt, right? The belt, you know. If I'm gonna construct a mid card rivalry over a year, that takes being consistent with some plot lines, some yeah. storytelling, back and forth. You know, you can't. What? Oh no, there's a belt. So that's gonna end our discussion of Monday Night Raw, and it's going to. I think we're going to further this discussion that we that we're wrapping this thing up with a little bit on SmackDown. If you want to go to the SmackDown episode, check that out. It'll be coming up soon, and well, it's it's going to be out at the same exact time we put this out probably. But check out that as well on the Go Home Heat Production Podcasts. And this is Justin. This is me, KP. Check out our buddies at the Gin Project, the G I N N Project dot com. Thank you very much. Go home. Go home.